Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is Adam Nicholson, and welcome to the Help More People podcast. You can find more information about me and my work at adamnicholson.co. I help spiritually conscious entrepreneurs find more clients and help more people. We have a special episode today with John Udlam. This is part two of our interview with John. If you haven't listened to part one, I highly recommend you go back and give it a go where he talks about how he built his thriving massage business. So today we're going to talk about staying in your lane. One of the things I find most remarkable about John is his ability to stay focused and not get sidetracked. I see a lot of energy workers and healers and helpers get sidetracked. And I think we come by it pretty honest just because we want we do want to help people. And I think it takes a special kind of wisdom to know when to say no. So John is doing great at what he calls staying in your lane. And we're just going to take a deeper look into that and see what insights we can glean for our own businesses. So welcome back, John. Well, thank you. It's nice to be back. Well, before we get into this, could you tell us a little about you and the work you're doing now? Yeah, sure. Um, We talked about my massage business in the first part. And uh, so I, I do have a busy massage practice and I also offer energy healing. I call it true belief healing. And it's kind of a mix of different modalities I've studied over the years and it became my own. Um, I utilize essential oils and talk therapy with people to help them become aware of patterns in their lives that just aren't serving them for where they want to be going in their life. And so I help people with physical issues and patterns, emotional, mental and relationship patterns. And, um, It's really been remarkable work, um, and I really love doing it because I followed something when I was working with people and doing energy work and table work with massage. I noticed people would, would be getting better for a shorter period of time. Maybe they would go back to the same behaviors and injure themselves again or... Uh, lots of different things emotionally, um, I would see repeating patterns. And so that kind of led me to offer this service and develop this service. Um, and I've seen remarkable results from it. So that's been great. And um, of course, medicinal aromatherapy is kind of at the heart of everything I do. Um, I use the essential oils in all of my sessions because I find that the consciousness from the plants actually helps us access our own inner wisdom in a much more efficient way and a grounded way. Um, and so all of those marry together really nicely. And so I've been really grateful. Hmm. So I've heard you, well, first of all, I should be transparent and say John is a friend and also my aromatherapy teacher, um, so I've, I've gotten to talk to John quite a bit. And one of the things I hear you say frequently to me, at least, because I think maybe it's a recurring pattern with me is, you know, the ability to, you know, how we, we need to stay in our lane. Um, 
Can you tell us a little bit more about what that means for you? Yeah. So I know a lot of you healers out there have taken every class under the sun, um, me, myself included. And it can get confusing. Um, You want to follow a certain protocol. You want to do certain things a certain way. And you look to your mentors often. Uh, Mentors are great to have to help you find the confidence within yourself and to make something your own. I think that's the most important piece. And I see a lot of people kind of, there's many issues why, you know, um, I've seen self-esteem, et cetera, uh, self-worth, like not good enough. And every one of you is good enough. Um, And so it's a mentor is put in place, a teacher is put in place to help inspire you to find your greatness. And then you fly from there that's really staying in your lane because for me i had all um, i'm so grateful i had so many great teachers and mentors over the years that i really had to consistently meditate um and connect with and ask myself the right questions i think that's the that's the key is this right for me Um, that's a great question to ask on a regular basis. Is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Not what my teacher told me to do, not what this person next to me is doing. And if you're asking yourself that question, your energy is geared towards inner work and, you know, really checking your own inner landscape as to what your truth is. Your truth is different from someone else's and the way you shine your talents and your light is just as important as anyone else and it's unique and so when you find that talent and that passion um, i talked about that in the first podcast it's number one if you're passionate about something that is the universe telling you go forward with it Um, and if you have that it's completely supported by the universe Um, and so from that point on you're you're in your lane um, now there's fine tuning along the way, of course, but that foundation is the most important for me. My passion was first massage, love, love, love it. Then aromatherapy and the work I do, the energy healing. And so all of that for a time was separate. Um, and yet I held space for them all. And I think that eventually led me because i held space for the things that i loved it became uniquely my own um because i stuck with it and i loved doing it and i kept asking myself so how can i marry these together how can this become more cohesive you have to ask yourself these questions because then that will direct your attention inward to the answer and it's the best way i can put it in a in the simplest of terms Mm-hmm. Mm. so what do you see happen when we don't stay in our lane i see um a lot of ungrounded stuff happening so scattered you may feel depleted um i feel people um maybe might not be experiencing success and that's financially that's emotionally spiritually um but it's not a failure if you veer off your lane. You, We have choices. You can always get back in your lane. 
and your feelings and how you're reacting to your life is the guidepost. And it's really, really simple if you break it down to that. Like if the energy in your life is not so great, there's a reason for it. There's just something to look at, to change, to shift, to move away from even. And when you feel great about something, that is the key. Like you build that. And um, I think to I think to simplify it is so important because we overcomplicate <laughs> so much. And um, if you go and listen to what you're feeling um, and what you're passionate about, I think what I also see happening is people get impatient and they want something really quickly. They're making too big goals. And so then they start to veer off. Um, they almost jump ship bef- just when they're about to, you know, take off, um, stay grounded in yourself, no matter what other people are doing around you, um, stay grounded in that. And when you are, the answer will come when you're ready for it. But if you stay in your lane, um, you feel more at peace, you feel more calm, um, there's a sense of purpose. So um, that's the thing to look for. And if you're off la- off your lane, um, it's the opposite. I mean, there's a lot of stress. There's tension. There's even emotional disruption. You know, uh, There's a lot of stuff that manifests. And that's the universe's way of telling you to take a look and to get back in, in your lane. Um, mm-hmm. Because we all need each one of us to be in our own lane um, for more anyway. I mean, that's I really do believe that. Um, if everybody's staying in their own lane, we can learn from each other so much more. I really, I really like that idea of simplification, not making things too complicated. I think that is something most of us struggle with. I know I certainly do. And, you know, there's just this constant, you know, constant information flow coming in and, you know, just being able to have that discernment to know, to keep, to to keep it simple and to know what is right for you is really critical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to be really, um, as an entrepreneur, it's, you have to really, we talked about the consistency before, but being consistent and being consistently gentle with yourself is another piece of advice. I would say I also, I had, I stumbled, stumbled with that in the beginning. Um, staying out of fear as much as possible, you know, honoring it. If it comes up, fear gives you the information of where you're at in the moment, but you can easily take yourself out of that as well. Because fear often veers people off their path really quickly, quicker than anything else I've witnessed. Um, so just being aware that fear takes you to places that you don't necessarily want to go. Um, it's not to avoid feeling it. That never works. But just to recognize it and take stock and say, okay, I don't want to go down that path. That's not, the, that's not my lane. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So let's get back into the driver's seat and see what's what's actually going on and um, Mm -hmm. doing this kind of work as most know you have to do your own work Uh, you really do have to 
take stock of where you're at emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Um, I do see people want to jump into this business and they haven't really done their own personal work. And it suffers because of that. You know, you have to be as clear as you possibly can um, without going overboard, you know, without um, being so hard on yourself, but at least become self-aware to the point where that, I mean, that's an obvious thing, but it's, it often is overlooked, you know, people overwork themselves. That's a, that's a form of self-abuse as far as I'm concerned. You have to really take stock of how to take care of yourself. That's also staying in your lane. I, I take every, Monday off from clients um, because that's, I mean, it, it goes back to when, you know, I was in school and I never liked Mondays. So it's just kind of a fun thing that I can do as an entrepreneur. <laughs> so I do that as a gift to myself, you know, and I can do what I want on those days. And um, mm-hmm. it makes a huge difference, you know. So I see people. It is a 24-hour thing sometimes in the beginning. You know, it's a a seven-day-a-week thing. Not 24-hour, obviously, but a a seven-day-a-week thing. And I get that, but you have to really watch and and take that time as well. Um, Otherwise, you will veer off your lane, too. I've seen people work too hard, um, which you can easily do as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... um... I've done something similar with my Mondays and for similar reasons. And I think that's been one of the greatest insights I've had into being an entrepreneur is, is being able to, to construct a Monday where I'm still working probably, you know, just as much as every other day, but I can, you know, I schedule in the work that I like best. So, mm-hmm. you know, I end every weekend excited to go to work and yeah, exactly. It really yeah. sets a tone. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I often see too, is people start to dread work. If you're dreading what you're doing, you really need to rethink things, you know, just, just step back. Um, these things seem so simple and obvious, but it is because it is simple to stay in your lane if you really look at those things, um, how things feel. I once saw a a quote that seemed so silly. Um, I think it was even on social media. It just said, if it feels good, continue. If it doesn't, make a change. And, you know, probably overlooked by most people, almost cliche, but it's profound. You know, it's that simple. Like if something is feeling off and tense, Take those 10 minutes, sometimes it doesn't take very long, to just stop and ask yourself what this is, you know. Mm -hmm. I I do that with clients all the time. If they're in constant physical pain in some area of their body, I have them ask their body what's going on. It's Mm -hmm. changing that focus a little bit can make all the difference in the world and get you the right information you need. Um, so always tune in and ask yourself honest, direct questions and allow that answer to come up and because uh, it's always there. Um, and uh, once you do that, it's good. And, I, and I've noticed that in the world of aromatherapy for me too, um, my mentor would always say it's just he stays in his lane. And I really did emulate that. Um, where he kind of stays out of the fray of mainstream um, and stays with what his heart and what the plants were sharing with him. 
and it resonated so strongly with me. And of course, I made it my own, but I actually do see the benefits of that over these years where just speak from your heart, just share what is your truth. And it really does um, work. I see a lot of people overcomplicate what they're doing. And if you go into your heart and you really feel the intention behind why you are doing this work, then shape your business from that. It's I see that more often than not is that people aren't necessarily taking the time to understand why they're doing what they're doing and they get caught in the minutia and that that's off your lane. So staying in your lane means staying very grounded in why you are doing what you're doing because then you can reach the people that you're meant to reach um and that's super important Mm -hmm. can we can you talk a little bit about how to discern between going back to the quote you said about if something doesn't feel good because i think some of us you know we get as an entrepreneur you have to do so many different jobs right right and of course some of it's uncomfortable it's challenging we've never done it before right and i think you know some of us will say okay that doesn't feel good so i'm not going to do it and then but the fact of the matter is i mean some of these things you just have to do you have to find a way um to do it yourself you have to pay someone else to do it or whatever but you know it just has to get done Um, right so how do you how do you have that discernment yeah that's a that's a good point it so maybe that was like oversimplified, <laughs> but that quote, what it brought to me was if something feels wrong to you. So in other words, if it feels good or bad, I mean, let's place the judgment aside. If we don't like every part of doing business, I don't, I hire people to do certain things that I don't like to do. And I'm really grateful that I can do that um, or that I don't have time for. Um, but to discern what feels good, let's say there's a constant level of stress when you're doing something. So in that moment, it's good to check in to see what that stress is about, for instance. It's not that you're going to not do that task. Let's say it's something that you have to do to have a successful business, um, you know, marketing or, you know, outreach or getting out there and doing a talk or whatever it may be. Um, Those are things then maybe the stress is because you're afraid. And then you can do your work on the fear that's blocking you. You know, so what I meant by that was if it doesn't feel good, get in the habit of really checking in with yourself to ask what it's about. And then if you get something about, well, I'm nervous about speaking engagements, then you ask, why am I nervous about speaking engagements? Well, I don't think I can speak well, et cetera. So the, by asking these questions will help you discern, if that makes sense. Because if you don't ask these questions, I often see people, they will just stop. Um, so that was a great point, Adam, because it's not about stopping what you're doing. It's about asking yourself that question if it's not feeling right, because that is your body and your mind telling you that something's not in balance. Um, now, if something feels good, you just enjoy the ride. You keep doing what you're doing. Um, and so that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just 
I want to go a little bit even deeper because something you had said, you had said at the beginning about, you know, jumping ship right before it's about to take off. And I know we had talked about consistency in the first part of our interview, but right. You know, I, I see this really, really frequently where we are in our lane, we come up against something challenging, the fear takes over and the saboteur Mm -hmm. that's in all of us comes out. And even though we're in our lane, it's just the, the, we end up going out because of that fear. Yeah. How do you address that? Well, I almost would say I'm not sure you leave your lane when the fear comes up, unless you act out from that fear. I would say that the more deeply entrenched and grounded you become in your lane and your purpose, uh, all of the things that need to come up that don't resonate with that will come up. So deeper seated fears often do come up. So that's where you are really doing your work. So I I feel like that's part of being a healer is you have to look at the shadow side, you know, um, to continue to expand. Uh, Or you can choose not to. I mean, the choice is ours. But I feel like if you want to succeed in staying in your lane in this particular field, you do have to look at all the shadow that comes up. And it does come up. And most of you already know that, you know. But it's it's one of those things, giving the passion that I talked about in the beginning, about not giving up, not jumping ship before you fly, is precisely that, like, these things come up because doing healing work, you pick into the have to consistently look at yourself and face yourself. And not all of that's pretty, um, as we know. And so when you face these things, you're taken to the next level. Um, so that all your inner work corresponds directly and links directly to how you succeed outwardly especially as an entrepreneur and in your business and in a healing business, even more so. Yeah, I really like that. Um, so for those of us who are having trouble with this, well, do you have any advice you would give uh, to get started? Or, you know, let's say, you know, I'm just really scattered I don't have that clarity. I don't even know where my lane is. Do you have any concrete advice you could that we could integrate into our lives right now that might make it more manageable? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, there's definitely several things you could do. You could actually, if there's people that you trust that you could talk with, um, that sometimes can be a nice grounding force. We're not meant to do this alone, and I think a lot of people have trouble asking for help. I see it so much. Um, and so don't be afraid to ask people for help in that way. Like, uh, I, for myself, I get massage. I do, I take care of myself. So self care is really important. And that means like reaching out, um, asking people who are successful, uh, or passionate about something, um, pick their brains if they'll let you. You know, I think that's that can help. By doing that, you're placing someone in front of you that can help you take a look at what is inspiring you. 
you know, find people that are passionate and just see what, see what they're about, you know, um, and take time to meditate. It's so important. And ask yourself these, these questions, you know, get yourself grounded, um, whatever that may be for you. You know, some people love to work out, go walking in the woods, take a little vacation, like put it aside, do things that actually bring happiness to you. So if you're really stuck in your business about what your lane is, you're probably in a place of like overthinking it too and and kind of spinning your wheels. So go do something that's going to ground you. Um, It's something completely separate from your business that brings you joy, passion, excitement, because that will start to elicit a different response and, and then kind of step into it with a fresh perspective. But don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for advice. Um, and, but all of those things just take, I, I've done that many times when I would be spinning my wheels. We've all done it. Um, I would just take the day off. I would I would step back and I would not think about my business at all. I would literally just give it space. Oftentimes we don't give it enough space. Um, again, it's that really tricky balance that can happen with being an entrepreneur because nobody's doing it for you. No, you're, it's all you. So I found that taking a vacation for me works and manifesting more. Taking a break from thinking about your business is also just as important in manifesting. And I think that's a that's a point often missed that I found extremely valuable. Um, that doesn't often happen. I don't often see that. And um, it really does work. It's okay to step back. Because what you're trying to do is, if you're scattered and you're not clear, the first and foremost important thing is to get clear. And so those are the things that I've done, just taking a break, taking 24 hours, just no phone calls, just step away from your business. You really need that because you can get lost in the minutiae. Right. And I would just add that I know for me, sometimes it's just been the realization that I can not even for 24 hours, but even just stepping away for 30 minutes um, yep. with, with the intention of just breathing through it, either meditating or just lying down or taking my dog for a walk and turning, turning my phone off can have such an impact. And that took me a really long time to get to because, you know, coming from the office environment where you're not given that space to do that, you sort of have to retrain your yourself to to know when to take care of yourself, which is not easy. Absolutely. It is a retraining. And especially if you come from office or corporate. Um, and, but yeah, that's one of the blessings is we, you can do that. And also to remember there's enough time to do that. Uh, I often see people kind of feeling like they don't have enough time and there's plenty. So take that five, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, um, take the whole day, uh, you know, I take whatever you need. Um, and actually, you know, Adam's right. Like for me, I, I don't have to take as much time. I choose to love myself enough to 
take a vacation because that actually just really inspires me. But if I'm feeling scattered, you know, sometimes 10 minutes is enough. You know, 30 minutes is enough, an hour is enough. It's you start to get to know yourself and your own personal rhythm, which again, we're going back to that's your lane. All of this is indicative of staying in your lane, getting to know what works for you. You know, Adam, that 30 minute walk with his dog clears his head. For you, it might be a couple hours. For you, it might take the day off, you know, maybe a couple days off. Like you have to kind of see what works for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, thank you, John. This has been incredible advice, incredible wisdom, um, helpful for me, and I'm sure helpful for everyone listening. Um, you can find more information about John on his website at trueelements.com. That's T-R-U-Elements.com. And John, would you like to take a few moments to... Tell us a little bit about what you do and how people can can learn more about you. Absolutely. Um, well, I work, the heart of my business is medicinal aromatherapy. I work with pure medicinal grade essential oils. I incorporate those into everything that I do. I use the wisdom from plants, from nature, and infuse that into my sessions. Um, I'm a licensed massage therapist for 17 years, and I use the oils in my body work and Reiki as well. Um, I do healing work called True Belief Healing, which I help people with the use of the oils to access deeper awareness, self-awareness, um, especially when you're feeling imbalanced. It helps you to access what patterns are in play so that you can become aware of them and then make changes on those and that better serve your your lane your purpose. And um, I teach classes in meditation group with sound and essential oils all over the state. And I teach medicinal aromatherapy certification courses and many smaller courses um, all over the country as well. So, yeah. Thank you. And just as a, a clarification note, you do do your true belief sessions remotely, right? Yes, I do do them. Uh, I have clients all over the country, so I do some through FaceTime, Skype, and over the phone, and it's just as effective that way. Well, thank you again, John. This has been wonderful. Thank you, Adam.